Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Great week, a lot of fun, very physical week. You can feel the excitement on the practice field. I just told the kids that we have to play well to win, but if we, you know, if we prepare and, and uh, play hard and all those things, we'll have a great chance to do that. But we're going to have to play well. They've got a good football team, a really good coach. But you could feel it on Monday, Tuesday, and today was one of our best practices we've had. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my tastes like for the analyst. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday. So we're getting ready for the weekend of sports. going to be a lot of great ones. People are excited for the Razorback football game. we got an NFL game tonight with the Vikings and the Eagles. Looking forward to that one as well. And... Uh, also, we had a lot of text messages of everyone saying that Taylor Swift is indeed a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So uh, I'm glad we got that figured out and on 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 the on the uh, accuracy of everything. Cause like the the Swifties stepping up there. Oh yeah, they got it going on. Yeah, because I guess she's from Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh, according to uh, someone here from the 267. Which actually isn't that a Pennsylvania area code? I think is 267. So maybe they are listening in. Nice. Yeah, maybe, if that's the case. Maybe they know her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're from Allentown themselves. Well, if that's uh, quite a pickle if she's dating uh, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, of course, playing for the Eagles. A lot of connections all intertwined there. So I'm glad we got that figured out. But uh, a lot of other things, though, that are coming up, of course, this weekend in the world of college football especially we're two weeks in, and Arkansas not only has a game against BYU, but there's a lot of other interesting matchups, not only in the SEC, but in all of college football. So let's talk more about it as we go to the phone lines. Welcome in friend of the show, Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South. And Connor, as always, appreciate you joining us and hope you don't mind us uh, preluding you with a little Taylor Swift talk today. I would expect nothing else. I am. Uh, I don't think I can officially say I'm a hardcore Swiftie as I have not seen her in concert, though my wife definitely was part of the Capital One brigade that got left out uh, in the cold, so to speak. But, yeah, I am a Taylor Swift apologist. I'll definitely say that. Wait, hold on. What was the Capital One fiasco? Remind me of what that was. There was supposed to be, like, a pre-entry if you had, like, Capital One card, and, like, you were supposed mm-hmm. to be able to get into, like, a, a special early entrance to get tickets, and then it ended up, like, not really lining up the way that they had originally thought. I think something through Ticketmaster was messed up. And so it was pretty disappointing because it was one of those things where it was like, man, we haven't looked to go to a concert in a long time. And that one in Tampa would have been ideal. But you know what? We, we survived. We made it through and we just watched videos all the time. So when you say Taylor Swift apologist, what does that actually mean? <laughs> if you're going to say anything negative, I, I'm going to defend her. If you say, <laughs> like... If you tell me, just I'm a KJ, I'm a KJ defender through and through. If you say anything negative about KJ, I'm going to come after you. Whether you're David Pollock or random person on Twitter with 12 followers, I'm going to defend KJ. And look, I will defend T Swift to the ends of the earth. I think that 
there are very few people that can understand how to be a voice of a generation. And I think she has taken that and absolutely run with it and has not just been a country star who decided to go pop in the way that many have, but has been able to speak to people in a way that very few people can. And her musical talent with songwriting, and I know she gets help now, but I just think it's second to none. And, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Hey, Connor, I'm going to step back for a few minutes, and you and John can go at it. Yeah. He does not like <laughs> Taylor Swift at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I like the whole, like, written article that you just gave us. Forget Saturday Down South. You can start writing Taylor Swift Wikipedia for that, if that's the case, the way you just went off on that. So I have an idea for one day when I eventually, and, like, I, that time has probably passed me because, like, I was on paternity leave a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, rather, and, and, and it didn't happen then. So it's probably not going to happen at this stage of my life as I approach my mid-30s. But I have an idea for a TikTok channel called Y'all Said What, wherein I break down country music lyrics, and I actually just break down how ridiculous they are. And I'm a country music fan, but like some of the things, I would break down George Strait's run, and, and I would go crazy in depth about the, the premise that, that's associated. Heads Carolina, Tales California. Like I, I would go really into the weeds on some country music lyrics and probably some T-Swift would come up. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, well <laughs> nice. hey, listen, you got, got an alternate job if uh, college football writing never works out for you. You got uh, something to fall back on at least. But, I mean, listen, there is uh, some intrigue and I know something that people are a lot more fascinated in than Taylor Swift with college football and especially the SEC coming up this weekend. So I'm curious to hear your opinion on this one, Connor. We'll start with this. Which game do you find more intriguing when Tennessee going to Florida because they haven't beaten Florida, I think, since 2003 there in the Swamp? Or the LSU-Mississippi State game where LSU is going into Starkville to try to bounce back after that tough loss two weeks ago to Florida State and try to regain their dominance as being that SEC West title team that they're trying to be? I would say Tennessee-Florida gets a slight edge just because there's a little bit more intrigue with both teams. Nobody's talking about Mississippi State. Like It's, it's kind of weird because think about this. If you took any other team in college football, or really any other team in the SEC, and you said, hey, this team finished in the top 25 with nine wins last year. They won their bowl game. They returned one of the most prolific quarterbacks in SEC history. And you, you just said, like, oh, by the way, that team is going to be picked to finish last in the division. You'd be like, wait a minute, what? Like, what, what, what are we talking about here? But it's because of the transition from Mike Leach, obviously, to Zach Arnett, that I think there's a lot of skepticism seeing some of the the early signs of this passing offense, which is in for its total transformation. People are kind of quiet on Mississippi State. So I, I would say that there's more intrigue probably in Tennessee, Florida, because of the aforementioned drought that you're talking about. Tennessee just can't win in the swamp. They, they just cannot win there. And they've had advantages in years past, and it's just for whatever reason college football gods have said, nope, we're going to let Felipe Franks throw a, a Hail Mary in the final second here for a walk-off winner for Florida. It's just something random happens like that. And you wonder this year with Tennessee as a touchdown favorite on the road with Florida and coming off of, you know, what are they, four and eight against Power Five competition under Billy Napier and, and really has not has not done anything against Power Five competition basically since that Utah game that made you feel like, whoa, this team has really figured it out. So, yeah, I, I wonder about where exactly both of these teams are going to be at. Tennessee's been pretty underwhelming, I think, to start the year. It looks okay against Virginia, but the passing game is what we have a lot of questions about. So, yeah, I think that game is loaded with intrigue. A couple of other games, of course, Arkansas hosting BYU, but Missouri is hosting number 15 Kansas State coming in, so that's one that people will probably be on the lookout for just to kind of see where Missouri stands at this point playing a team that's ranked that high in Kansas State. This, is, this game is so weird because of that line. That line, uh, Kansas State is a four-point favorite. When last year they, by the way, won the Big 12, beat TCU, in that awesome conference championship game, they destroyed Mizzou. It's a team that returns basically a starting quarterback in Will Howard. I know they lose too small, but still loaded with experience on that offensive line. And Chris Kleiman is just a darn good football coach. And I'm like wondering, wait, Mizzou has barely closed out Middle Tennessee. They've been really disappointing, I think, to start off the year. And it's been Luther Burden and nothing else on offense. And so I'm wondering why in the world is Kansas State only a four-point favorite on the road in Columbia? That's one that, like, I'm, I blindly kind of picked Kansas State to win by two touchdowns, and I'm feeling like the odds makers know something that I don't. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think Mizzou is one of those teams that, like, gosh, if they don't improve with this roster, 
a roster that was second in Bill Connolly's final percentage of returning production rankings that came out in August. Like, if they don't improve with this roster, I just don't think it's ever going to happen for Eli Drinkwood. And, and I think that there will be a lot of people wondering if they can get a big-time win. If Mizzou wins this game, it's the best win for an SEC team so far this year, which is a crazy thought. So speaking about uh, Arkansas and BYU, it's an interesting game for Razorback fans because they look at it as, hey, hasn't looked stellar so far, but if they lose this game, they got four straight ones they could lose two, and then they could be staring at two and five when it's all said and done. Now, how important is it for Arkansas to take care of business and win this game? And it's a high-scoring affair last season. Do you feel like it could be that again this season in Fayetteville? I don't think it's going to turn into the track meet that we saw last year. I, I don't. And maybe maybe it will. Uh, I think these defenses are, are going to be better. I, I do. And I think, you know, part of it with, with Arkansas is you want to see the ground game improve, and you don't want to feel like everything is just on KJ's shoulders. And the defense has played well so far, and I don't want to take credit away. But at the same time, you're looking at the competition, you're trying to figure out, all right, what, what exactly is that worth at this part of the season, given who they've played? And I think that you, if you're an Arkansas fan, the two boxes that would just be fantastic to check in this game. See the ground game look really good with our Rocket. See, see this see this group up front kind of grow up. These questions that you talked about a lot in the offseason that, that Sam Pittman was referencing on the offensive line. See those issues sort of put on the back burner at least for a day. And then, obviously, you would love to be able to see them win this game convincingly. And so, like, okay, this is a team that's going to be able to keep its head above water in the SEC West because you're right. It's only going to get tougher after this point. It is. And, and I think that there is a fear that if it's all about, oh, man, the defense looks bad. Oh, man, the, the ground game is an issue. How much pressure can you put on KJ? That, that's what it all comes down to. He's so valuable for this team moving forward, obviously. And you don't want to have it feel like he needs to put on his cape every single week. You mentioned Arkansas winning the game convincingly. If they are going to do that, what does it take? What do they have to do to make sure that they are able to win the game convincingly? I think it's established the ground game and not have to get KJ involved with it. I mean, if, if they're doing that, to me, that shows that Arkansas is not in a dogfight. You know, like that, if they're able to actually get some of these, like, okay, it's, it's third and manageable and they're, they're staying ahead of schedule, that, that to me is going to set the tempo. And then, then you can start to open things up in the passing game as well. And then you're going to get those big bodied receivers involved and, and get Isaac Tesla involved. And, and, and be able to, to kind of stretch the field in the way that Danny you knows offense uh, really relies is relied upon it. And I think that you're going to look to see some of these things from the Arkansas offense that, look, you want to see it early. You want to see that, that group explode in a way that they didn't really last week. And yeah, maybe part of it is a basic game plan because it's Kent State. But at the same time, you know, it, it's now considered a Power 5 opponent in BYU. And you want to be able to put it on them. I think that atmosphere is going to be great. I think Arkansas fans are you know, looking forward to this one after what's been, you know, a really slow start in terms of competition after the way that they started off last year with the bang. So I think that, that seeing that atmosphere, seeing the ground game get after it, seeing the offensive line take some strides, that's the, the path to a convincing Arkansas win. Speaking with Connor Aguirre of Saturday Down South here on Out of Bounds. And, Connor, you know, we went through a few of the games this weekend, too, and the SEC has kind of taken some criticisms, I would say, just, oh, they're not looking so good because you've had these big matchups or bigger matchups where the teams have lost, whether it's Alabama losing to Texas. You think about South Carolina losing to North Carolina, Miss uh, LSU losing to Florida State. People are pretty down on the SEC, or at least compared to what they normally are. Do you see that being the case where the SEC in, as a whole is down and it isn't a, a great conference like it has been in previous years, or is it just still really too early to tell? It's not as deep as it's been in previous years. And I'm usually not the person that's going to rush the judgment, but I, I don't think that this this year is a sign that, oh, the SEC is falling off the face of the earth. I, I think it's a little bit reminiscent of 2016. If you go back to that season, it's one elite team in the SEC, and then everyone else is kind of disappointing the top. You know, you had Alabama going to a national championship that year and losing to Clemson, obviously, but it was, oh, LSU loses in the season opener against Wisconsin at Lambeau. Oh, Auburn's disappointing. Oh, A&M, eh, they fall on, the, on their face after, you know, the first half of the season. Like, this, this, the SEC just did not have the depth that many were expecting to that year. And you even look at the, the East champ, and it was just kind of dismal. And you look up at the end of the season, and every non-Alabama team had four losses. So could this year be that? I think that's possible, with Georgia being a team that maybe gets to a national championship, and then everybody else, like, yeah, three or four losses. 
Like, what's going to move the needle for the SEC in non-conference play with those losses already stacked up on the resume? Like, that to me is, is where I would say, yes, it's going to be a disappointing season for the SEC. It doesn't mean that this is just forever and this is the way that it's going to go into the new era of college football. But, yeah, I think it's just been a really bad start, and it's a sign that the SEC doesn't have the depth that maybe it's had in years past. What's the pecking order after Georgia? Georgia is the top team in the conference, and then where does it go from there? Uh, your guys is as good as mine. Hmm. Uh, no idea. Look, Tennessee. Like, if Tennessee wins at Florida, yeah. I mean, I, I give it to Tennessee at this point. I mean, I, I pick Bama to win the West, and I still think they have a decent shot to get there just because I'm not as high on LSU. Um, I had LSU losing three games this year. I, I love what I've seen from AM's offense so far, but defensively, I mean, DJ Durkin, they've been kind of a disaster. And I, I look at Ole Miss, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it was they have the best win of any SEC team so far, but it was still against the Tulane team, a group of five team with a backup quarterback. So what does that really say? And, and I, I don't necessarily think that we're about to pencil in Ole Miss to get to its first SEC championship game. So, I, I look, I, I think that that question is totally wide open. Tennessee probably has the best path to it at this point, but, like, I don't know, if LSU wins convincingly at Mississippi State or Tennessee wins convincingly at Florida, That'll probably be good enough for number two at this point. And also, just looking at it from uh, the first couple of weeks, you know, they always talked about certain quarterbacks that look great or certain running backs that look great uh, in, in the SEC. Like, who, who's the best player right now in, in the in the league? Because even like KJ Jefferson doesn't have the numbers and the stats necessarily, or even a Judkins hasn't really had his stats. Rocket, we know, has been hurt. So, right now, like, who's the best player in the SEC? You know, I'll give you an off the wall answer that nobody is. Nobody would pick, and this is this won't be received well in a lot of places, I'm sure. Jaquavius Marks, who goes by Woody, running back in Mississippi State, has been phenomenal. That guy in that new scheme that Kevin Barbe is running, he has been lights out. Everything that they could have hoped for in that scheme, that guy has been everywhere all over the place. He and maybe Trey Harris, the old Miss receiver from Louisiana Tech, who actually got banged up in that game against Tulane, like, that guy has just been all over the place. Can't, can't stay with him on the field. Can't stay with him after he catches the football. Like, those two guys have just been insanely good. And James Pierce uh, for, for Tennessee is really coming into his own as an edge rusher. Guy's got three sacks already. He's really, really shown that he is every bit as, as worthy as, like, whatever five-star billing he came in with. Um, so I'd say those are kind of the three guys that come to mind. But you're right. There just hasn't been that, like, stud bona fide, like, lock it in guy. Connor Wigman's another one I think that has been off the charts good. I put him just behind KJ in my quarterback rankings if I had to do those right now. Looking at Georgia's offense this year, do you see any differences there? Stetson Bennett's gone, so got a new quarterback, but Todd Munkin, the offensive coordinator, they have a new offensive coordinator and uh, doing some different things, so do you see that maybe their offense looks a little bit different from what it looked the past couple of years? Yeah, I think so. I've been making that drum all offseason that Mike Bobo is not Todd Munkin. Georgia fans that are just of the belief that he's going to transform into Todd Munkin's mind and body and spirit are, are just crazy. Um, I, I think that they've seen these slow starts so far that Georgia's gotten off to and the final score hasn't really indicated it. And they're kind of like, man, where's the where's the creativity? Why is it so difficult to get Brock Bowers in space? This guy's maybe one of the two best football players in the sport right now. Like, why is it so difficult to scheme him touches? And they haven't really seen it in the ground game that I think in the way that I think they were hoping to. Uh, but yeah, that's that's going to be the biggest question with this Georgia team moving forward. It's the reason why I don't have them becoming the first team to three peaks since 1936 Minnesota. That's why I have them losing in a national championship game because I think offensively it's, it's at some point going to come down to being able to scheme open guys against really really good competition. I think that's where Mike Bobo is going to fall short. Real quick before I let you get out of here, Connor, is Colorado for real or not, or do you need to see more? For real, in the sense that, like, 8-4, and four, frisky, going to be able to hang with a whole lot of teams, yes. For a team that's been to one bowl game in the last 15 years, that's that's for real. Like, Dion is going to be in the National Coach of the Year conversation. There's no doubt about it. Their offense is fun as hell, man. Like, it's Shadur Sanders, what he's doing, Travis Hunter being, as my guy Josh Pate would say, the Shohei Itani of, of college football has just been absolutely electric. Dylan Edwards as well. I think they're they're for real in that sense. You have realistic expectations, which a lot of people are saying, like, I don't know, four or five, maybe six wins at best. Uh, I think they're going to blow that out of the water this year. I think they're more like an 8-14 because the Pac-12 is loaded with good quarterbacks that will probably 
do some good things against that defense starting next week with Oregon when they have to play against Bo Nix. But, man, it's been fun to watch. They're the story of the year in college football so far. Well, Connor, as always, we appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend and watching all those games, and we look forward to catching up with you later down the road. And just remember, Taylor Swift sucks. <laughs> We're going to get into a T-Swift JT argument at some point. But yeah, we'll talk soon. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Again, that was Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South joining us here on Out of Bounds, breaking it down for the SEC side of things, too. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that, like, I even forgot about the Missouri-Kansas State game. Uh, I know it's happening, but I think I forgot it because I didn't realize Kansas State was high, as highly ranked as they are, number 15 in the country. Because they, they won the Big 12 because they beat TCU in the title game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And TCU still got in, and people were all upset and uh, mad about that. But uh, obviously, TCU taking care of business against Michigan, it ended up working out. But yeah, who would have guessed? Kansas State. You know, I always thought that if without Bill Snyder, they could never be a team that's highly relevant in college football. And then there it is. Them and Kansas both. Kansas has been coming around a lot. Oh, their offense is explosive. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Is it uh, is Arkansas played him in the Liberty Bowl last year, and he's the incredible athlete at quarterback. Yeah, he yeah. set out the first game, and then yeah. he had a really good game in their second game. Yeah, he just tears it up. Uh, I'll have to look up his name during the break, but, yeah, he's awesome. He, he's a lot of fun to watch. But still early in the college football slate, and there's a lot of stuff to really transpire before we get it going. But either way. Jalen Daniels. Thank you, Jalen Daniels. I kept wanting to say Jaden Daniels. I knew that wasn't right. And because uh, isn't that that's the name of the player in LSU, right? The quarterback? Is it Jaden Daniels, right? I think. Yes. It's hard to keep up with, but yeah. Yeah, Jalen Daniels. Thank you. Uh, but we have a lot more to get to here on Out of Bounds. We'll have some other headlines that we'll clean up on the other side in that segment and really get to your phone calls and text messages. Keep it moving as we're getting closer to wrapping it up here on Out of Bounds. But you better stay with us. we got some great stuff coming up next. Ortho Arkansas presents the High School Scoreboard Show with Randy Rainwater, Kevin Bohannon, and Barry Grooms every Friday night at 10, only on 103.7 The Buzz. Hey, it's Houston Nutt. I'll be on Morning Mayhem every Wednesday this football season. We're going to get ready to hit that line and root on those hogs, because we got the wood, y'all. And when you need a new pole barn, metal roof, or steel building, go see my friends at Reed's Metals of Benton, where you can buy direct and save online at reedsmetals.com. This is Sports Center. We are two days away from Arkansas hosting BYU. Coach Sam Pittman talked about facing BYU on the SEC teleconference yesterday. We're really excited to play BYU at night here in our stadium. Tradition-rich program. is a wonderful man, good coach, really good coach. They won six in a row. So we certainly have our work cut out for us. They're a big physical football team, doing a lot more on defense than they did a year ago and playing really well. Kickoff is set for 6.30 on Saturday night. TV coverage is on ESPN2. Radio coverage will be on the buzz. And the Arkansas Travelers lost to the Northwest Arkansas Naturals 6-5 last night. They'll try to bounce back tonight. First pitch is set for 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mommel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. If you haven't stopped by Arts Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. 
football fans. Tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Clint Kong, brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around. They're serious this time. Take it easy. I'm in free law, man. Thought you pre-med. What's the difference? On 103.7 The Buzz. Take the party wherever we go. here on a Trash Talk Thursday, but never going to talk trash about Guatney Chevrolet because this month, Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going above and beyond the competition to cancel unwanted loans and leases with their Guatney exclusive loan and lease termination program. You don't want to miss this opportunity to get out of the vehicle that you don't want. You don't want to be in a vehicle you don't want. You want to be in a vehicle that you do want, and Guatney Chevrolet has those vehicles for you. Uh, during the month of September, though, everyone's going to be approved. It's one of the best things about it. Plus, Guatney Chevrolet knows everyone can benefit from having no car payments for the rest of the year. That's right, rest of the year. What are you talking about, like four months, three months, three and a half months, something like that? No car payments the rest of the year. And all offers with approved credit, of course. But they got the new Silverado, brand new, 2023, 0% with approved credit, including with no payments for the rest of the year. They also have a 2.1% on the 2023 Equinox. You're not getting those deals anywhere else, folks. Why are you going to other car dealerships? Why are you going to other places? You're missing out. These are the places, these are the vehicles that you want, and they're going to get you in the vehicle that you can afford right there at Guatney Chevrolet. So check them out, because they're a reason why 
There they are, number one Chevy dealer here in the state of Arkansas. Squawney Chevrolet at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive. You can also shop them online at guanichevrolet.com. No matter what it is, it's Guani Chevrolet and guanichevrolet.com. Appreciate everyone listening in today. As, uh, we'll have three and out coming up here in just a little bit, and we'll probably need to get to your Razor Hog update. I forgot we ran out of time in the last hour, uh, presented by True Service, so we'll have that. But want to give a shout-out to Hogs Meat Market, which, of course, Hogs Meat Market is the studio sponsor of us here on Out of Bounds, and we are very glad and fortunate to have them extending for another year with our partnership as being the studio sponsor here on Out of Bounds. So uh, really appreciate them and all that they do every time we go out there and get some of their food that they have uh, that they cook right there uh, for lunch and for dinner. It's incredible, but also they're marketed within itself. They got all the meats that you could possibly want, call themselves the steak people for a reason. So it's really great to have them uh, be a part of uh, Out of Bounds and our studio sponsorship for another year. That's the best part. You can go by there to get lunch, and then you can pick up dinner while you're there and then prepare dinner when you get home. So they have whatever you need there at Hogs Meat Market. Yeah, they got it all. So check them out there in North Little Rock. Uh, off JFK Boulevard. They they got it going on, and hey, if you don't take our word for it, just go see for yourself, but we appreciate them being a part of Out of Bounds each and every day with their studio sponsorship. So, a few things though, before we get to your Razor Hog update. Got Arthur Morgan. Love the name. I hope that's your real name, because that was one of my favorite video games. Uh, says on the Asher Record Life and Feedback, don't worry about BYU, boys. Old Sam has a plan for our hogs. Just has some faith in him and our team. See, not everybody's negative, Nanny. There's some people feeling positive about things. They like it, so there you go. Kudos to you. Appreciate that. Uh, also, in uh, some of the other things going on with uh, the sports world, too, uh, I saw that, I guess on Netflix, they're doing a deal with uh, the Ryder Cup. And they're trying to kind of like get the behind-the-scenes deal with the Ryder Cup because there's a lot of drama surrounding it, obviously. It's that'd called, be good. It's called Full Swing. And I saw that, and I was like, okay, well, that would be pretty fascinating. Well, come to find out, the new documentary, Full Swing, is not going to have full access to the Ryder Cup because U.S. Captain Zach Johnson spoke, uh, says he spoke to all 12 players on his team when concerns were raised about the film crew and team rooms, and they unanimously decided to keep certain areas off limits. So they're still going to be there. <laughs> they're just not going to be there for everything. Uh, Makes it a little shady, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, they're controlling it. Yeah, which is annoying. And uh, speaking of which, I saw that Dustin Johnson said he would have been selected to this year's Ryder Cup if he had not defected to live golf. He says that was the reason why he wasn't asked to be on the team, because he defected. It's like, man, okay. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, I'm like, what do you expect, man? Like... <laughs> He said, quote, uh, to the Palm Beach Post, I would love to be part of the team, but to be honest, I haven't really played that well this year. But I've played well enough to be on the team. Yeah, I have. I didn't have the best year, but was I good enough to make the team? I think so. Well, okay. Yeah, you didn't have the best year, and you went to live. That's like that's like double negative for you. You can't be doing that. But, yeah, that's, that's I'm not surprised by that. It's just funny that he's like, oh, I don't know why you didn't, I didn't get to make the team. I should have made the team if I didn't defect to live. Well... That's that's kind of the the life you chose, but I'm sure you'll get enough money to where you won't have to worry about it. But uh, a lot of things to get to as far as the Razor Hog update goes, because we know Sam Pittman has a teleconference. We know Sam Pittman had a show all yesterday, so let's go ahead and get into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Sam Pittman had his show last night, and it's always pretty fascinating, which you can hear right here on 103.7 The Buzz. But he just spoke about the mental approach his team has going into BYU. We're doing great. Great week. A lot of fun. Uh, very physical week. You can feel the excitement on the practice field. I just told the kids that we have to play well to win. And But if we, you know, if we prepare and, and uh, play hard and all those things, we'll have a great chance to do that. But we're going to have to play well. They've got a good football team, a really good coach. Uh, but you could feel it on Monday, Tuesday, and today was one of our best practices we've had. He also had this to say about competing with BYU, knowing that they're going to be a team that's going to be hungry 
and looking to get an upset there in Fayetteville this weekend. Well, you know, they've been on a winning streak. I think they've won six in a row now and won their bowl game. And uh, obviously it's a storied program. If you look at them, they won 29 games over the last three years, you know, averaging almost 10, 10 wins a game. And that's not counting the 2-0 and right now. Uh, won a national championship with McMahon. When McMahon was their, was their quarterback, so that's a storied program. One that's been very good, and and uh, you know we were excited to go out there last year, and and excited for them to come in here. But we we have high respect for their program and their coach. Yeah, but last year was a different year, and this year things have really changed for both teams, especially the roster changes. They did a really nice job in the transfer portal. Uh, I guess coach thought that they needed to go in there. They got obviously got a quarterback back in the transfer portal got a big nice tackle from Oklahoma State in the transfer portal they got really two really nice offensive tackles and and uh, but they have some you know some guys like Max Tooley the linebacker who I really think is a really good player and and uh, they've got a Mike linebacker number two that's a really good player so uh, they do have some guys that's played for them before but they uh, have a nucleus of guys transfer guys knew so sort of like us a little bit also with the sec teleconference happening yesterday sam pippen was asked about landon jackson and dwight mclaughlin and just the impact that they've had so far on the razorback defense well they're good kids and uh you know landon it's yeah, he was hurt you know most of the time over at lsu and and now um i think he's playing for the reason you know that lsu recruited him in the first place um Nudie's done a nice job. Uh, there was a need here, big time need. Uh, he needed to step up and play immediately when he came in, and and I just think you know sometimes kids need a different look. We had a couple of leave here that went to LSU, you know, so I think kids just need a different feel at times, and it works out a lot of times. Sometimes it doesn't, but for those two guys, it worked out for us. And and Landon being a captain and all those things, it's a big deal and. And we're glad that we have both of them. I think just the work ethic, you know, uh, Landon obviously went from about 238 to 280 this over the last uh, spring and summer. And uh, just just what their character uh, of the of the guys and and uh, you know, Landon, I asked him to go to the SEC media days with us, and he represented the team well. And uh, just a real popular guy. He does most of his. Um, talking on the field, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't say a whole lot, uh, but he he's, he uh, goes to work each and every day. Also, Sam Pittman, uh, final one, getting to it with the BYU defense and how it might be a little bit different to go up against them than what it was a year ago. Well, I think the key for us is we've got to have explosive plays, and you know, because they're going to, you know, they're going to have some, we're going to have some runs that we're going. to you know, not make any yards on. I mean, schematically, they do so much. Uh, but they're a <clears throat> movement front, um, and they'll cross the center's face with the nose, which is always something you have to be prepared for. <clears throat> but they're going to feel ABC. It's just they're all ABC blitzes and, uh, and D blitzes, and uh, they do them out of multiple fronts, so that makes them very difficult. Uh, they don't show them uh, particularly where we, we have a bead on what's coming. Uh, so our alignment going to have to play with their head up. We're going to have to block well in the perimeter and things of that nature. But they're just really aggressive. I would say uh, where Mississippi State uh, has become a very aggressive defense in a fire zone, a man zone principle, uh, that's what BYU uh, will deliver to us uh, Saturday night. Arkansas and BYU facing off against each other at 6 o'clock in Fayetteville. We are looking forward to it. I know the crowd's going to be great, and be sure to be safe traveling up there, folks, with you who are uh, going to be making the trip to Fayetteville. So looking forward to it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. we got one final break and one final segment. It's called Three and Out. You won't want to miss it, so you better stay tuned here on Out of Bounds.
We're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we are talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! Listen each week for your chance to play Factor Crap on Morning Mayhem. It's presented by Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair provides on-site and roadside service and repair for all commercial vehicles. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. These paws were made for walking. Join us at Care for Animals Paws on the Runway, a celebration of fashion and fur. Thursday, October 5th at Rusty Tractor Vineyards from 6 to 9 p.m., we'll feature a runway show and virtual auction that will have tails wagging. Since 1998, Care has rescued more than 4,500 dogs and cats from kill shelters in Arkansas. That's a lot of unconditional love. Purchase tickets today at careforanimals.org. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Sherwin-Williams during the four-day super sale September 15th through the 18th and get 40% off paints and stains with prices starting at $26.69. That means 40% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 40% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater, Holt & Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants at all locations. Little Rock, Conway, Hot Springs, Bryant, Jacksonville, and Springdale. Rainwater, Holt & Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater, Holt & Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Mud Connection presents the Hogwild pregame show with David Basil and Trey Schaap before each Arkansas Razorback football game four hours before kickoff. Hogwild pregame show was brought to you in part by Bud Light and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into 
always like giving a hard time to uh, Stephen A. Smith or anybody that's on the uh, first take grind. But here's my thing is that I, I am someone who loves college football probably more than anything. It's my favorite sport. I always love seeing it and love watching it. But there are some times where when it gets talked about by certain people, it's like they may not uh, know uh, exactly what's going on. And Stephen A. Smith seems to be one of those people that struggle with it. And he was talking about Alabama and Jalen Milrow. Well, not only did he get his name wrong, he got stats wrong, and he just got a lot of things wrong in his clip today. It's going to be a tough season for Alabama. It is. Because... Oh, so you don't say it like you used to? No. Anymore? You know why? Because this kid, Milroy, he's... he's. Listen, I wish him nothing but the best. I, I hope that he ultimately gets it turned around. He's not what we're accustomed to seeing from the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts, Tua, uh, Matt Jones, oh, Bryce. Bryce Young. That was a nice run. Four, four, quarterback. four yeah. start quarterback. It was four wide left yesterday. This nice dude there. is not ready, and you saw it. And he was, you know, listen, he took the 349 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, but. Bottom line is Milroy is not that guy. Yeah, so the thing is, is that uh, it's Milroy, not Milroy. And second off, those stats that you listed off, Stephen A., that was actually Quinn Ewers' numbers from the Texas Alabama game, not Milroy's numbers from the Alabama Texas game. So, uh, yeah, just uh, you get one thing wrong, it's a mistake, but you get both of them wrong. Come on, Stephen A., I know you got a lot of money, you got a lot of things to talk about, but at least get the kid's name right. Cowboys receiver Brandon Cooks is dealing with a slight sprain of the MCL in his knee. He's, there's still a chance that he may play Sunday versus the Jets, but Cooks hasn't practiced all week, and it looks like he could be out, but they haven't made anything official just yet. So we know with baseball, Major League Baseball that is, there's always the conversation about PEDs and steroids and the problems that have been arisen from it and uh, the shame that so many had and getting left out of the Hall of Fame, whatever it may be. Well, this is according to sources and a story about Alex Rodriguez dealing with Manny Ramirez and Ryan Braun. It says, The unredacted documents spell out extreme links that Alex Rodriguez and his camp pursued to obstruct and discredit Major League Baseball's investigation how the Yankees' third baseman initially tried to buy off Bosch, and how Rodriguez ultimately resorted to desperate scorched-earth tactics to preserve his reputation. Nothing crazy there, but added to the investigative report, the names of three former or then-current players said Bosch had identified to him as PED clients, Manny Ramirez, Ryan Braun, and another all-star player. Quote, he basically did everything he could to distract from his own behavior. I mean, Alex is a complicated person. He has a lot of layers to him, and I think he's remorseful, but he did some bad things to a lot of people by outing those other guys. So, at least according to this, it looked like Alex Rodriguez, for those particular players of Manny Ramirez and Ryan Braun, he was trying to get them to be more focused on them because, hey, they're the ones that did it, and that's a pretty shady thing to do. But in the end, they all got busted. They all got caught, so it is what it is. With the attention being paid to Colorado here in the last couple of days, something that's been picked up on are some rankings that have come out and the rankings from Coach Prime himself where you hear the saying all the time about it'd be like choosing your favorite kid. Well, Coach Prime actually does that. He'll rank his kids. One that was picked up on, uh, and it's usually around maybe Father's Day, holidays. So uh, the latest Father's Day edition, it was DeAndra, Dion Jr., Shelamai, Shiloh, and Shadur was actually ranked last. So he said... Uh, Sanders Kids, Father's Day rankings, DeAndre Bucky, Bossy, Shiloh, and Shadur. So there is a common theme here, though. Uh, the one that was picked up on most recently is probably from a while back. It was a happy birthday post to Dion Jr., and he says, uh, Understand your purpose in life. You're the number one son and number one on the kids' rankings currently. So he says it's Dion Jr., Shelamai, Shadur coming in at number three, Deandra, and Shiloh at number five. So he's always changing up the rankings on the kids and telling them that, you know, they can find a different space, but they have to work a little bit harder. And uh, another one that came out, which was actually done before the season, Travis Hunter, he did his Heisman rankings and has kind of played out so far the way he ranked it going into the season. Heisman segment. Number three, Caleb Williams. Now I'm going to say that because y'all just seen this game this coming up weekend. Hey, he's what, they, what they've been wanting. He's that guy. He's all of the above. I mean, he go out there, work hard. I can tell you work hard. He know what to read. He know when to get out of the pocket. He know when to stay in the pocket. 
you just make good decisions, and I mean, that's what you need at the quarterback spot. And number one, come on, man. There's only one choice, and that's me. Both sides of the ball, I'm going for it all. Like I said on Instagram, Heisman loaded. That's my goal. That's what I'm reaching. You got Sometimes you got to put your goals out there let everybody know what you're reaching. I'm just going to do what I could do best this year, show everybody that me going to Jackson State and so-called not playing in a good conference wasn't good for me. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to show the doubters and prove them wrong. Man, we got a lot to come this season. So at that time, he um, USC had already played a game, but Colorado hadn't played. But his complete rankings, starting at number four, he had Bo Nix, Caleb Williams at three, Shadur at two, and he had himself at one. Mm. Stay humble, young man. I'm sure Dion's kids hopefully will remember that in therapy when their kids are getting ranked in there later in their lives. Uh, also, uh, kind of a fun thing, too, with uh, you know the VMAs that came out from it. Uh, you know, of course, Taylor Swift was taking over everything and being talked about. But also uh, a cool thing for all the uh, older generation that remembers NSYNC and then making their appearance. Apparently, it's been confirmed that they are coming out with a new song for the Trolls Band Together movie. So for those of you wanting some new music from NSYNC, they are actually putting together a song. Rumors is they're actually going to start touring. We'll see if that actually happens. But for you NSYNC fans out there, looks like some of your 20-year-plus uh, things that you've wanted to happen with this group might be happening here in the near future. Corey Feldman has filed for a legal separation from his wife, Courtney, and they've been together since 2016 as far as their marriage. They've been together a few more years than that, but he's filed for a legal separation, and he says it's because of irreconcilable differences. That's what he states as the reason for the split. So Emily Ratajowski, is that how you say her name? Ratajowski. Ratajowski. She's got a J in there somewhere. Well, anyway, she went on TikTok just to let everybody know because she apparently is looking for love. Of course, you know, it's not that uh, uh, she's just apparently struggling trying to find somebody. But she said that she's open to dating anybody that simply wants to take her to dinner. I'm sure it's that easy. I'm sure that the you know the people that'll come forth and say, hey, I want to take you to dinner. Are you going to go on a date with all of them? Probably not. But, of course, everyone's driving them up a wall. Ends up getting great branding for the social media. But for some reason, I doubt she's probably going to accept a date from randos on TikTok who just simply say, hey, let's go out to dinner. USA Today is going to hire a dedicated Beyonce reporter. So page six, which is part of USA Today, they do their entertainment report and they follow fashion, music, and everything pop culture. But... They are going to hire someone specifically to cover Beyonce at all times. Did not know that there was somebody needed to cover Beyonce at all times, but if they're willing to put money in it, I guess it works out. Uh, so Adriana from The Sopranos, you know, we talked about her joining OnlyFans. Well, she uh, was doing an interview with Fox News, and she said the reasons why. She's like, in this house, we see it as mommy's a warrior, not ever accepting defeat. Things have changed in the last three years. My kids have always been number one focus. Had I known that I could work out of my closet my whole life, I never would have believed. I know it sounds crazy, and I'm not being lazy. I'm a big supporter of stay-at-home moms and women who love to raise their children. I've balanced it all. I've done it all, but this is my next venture. So she's on OnlyFans for those who are interested in that type of thing. But, hey, listen, we're done with Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway.